Josh, can you believe this? Okay. Not only has it almost been one year since like when this episode releases, it'll be one day before our very first episode release. And on that episode release, we had a company by the name of Primal Beef Jerky reach out to want to be a sponsor. But now they've changed their name to Rage Beef Jerky. But it has almost been 365 days since they asked us to uh, be a part of the be a part of the team. Can you believe that? It's been a whole year. Are you serious? November 3rd was the release day of our first episode. Oh my. Okay, well then let me be clear. In that entire year, I have consumed at least, let me be clear, at least 30 bags of Rage Jerky. Didn't have Rage on the bag name, but it was definitely Rage Jerky. And in that time, I've had other jerkies too, but nothing, nothing carries the flavor like Rage Jerky. Is there a song that's like, Nothing compares. It's like, is there a song for that? I think it's a worship song. Nothing. No, like there's like you. a. You sing a Chris Tomlin over there? No, this no, this is like a it's like a food commercial song. Like nothing compares to the flavor of something. I don't know. They should have their own song. Nothing compares to the flavor of. Isn't that meat. like a doctor? Isn't that like a Dr Pepper commercial? No. But seriously, either way. Rage Jerky, so good. I cannot believe it's been a year. But also, I've definitely had 30-plus bags of that jerky in this past year. How about you, Bobby? What's your estimate? Uh, I wouldn't say I've had 30. I can't say that. I would say I averaged about a bag a week. I mean, I try to portion myself because I'm a baller on a budget. I don't know if you know that. If you know what that means. But I, I know that you aren't rolling in dough, but I'm definitely not rolling in dough. So I'm not my rolling bag in a week, dough. I'm not rolling the dough, but I was blessed that Rage worked with us to do a fundraiser. So I've had jerky that I I was what? able to buy in advance. So I've got fundraiser jerky that I've bought. So I just grab a bag and chow down on it anytime I want. I, so still, have, I still have one bag right here of the uh, Primal brand of Sweet and Spicy that I have not finished yet. And that's what I've been snacking on for the past couple, couple weeks. But... If I averaged it out, if I did average one bag a week, that would be 52 bags. And I don't think I've had 52. So I would cut that in probably but probably 30 bags. So let's just say that. 30 bags. So about the same. But still, like, like you said, nothing compares to their jerky. Like the only thing that I can say is, is that the only jerky that I can that I can stomach outside of rage, and I'm just saying this to, to kind of use it as an example. And that is uh, No Man's Land Beef Jerky. I don't know if you've had that, but it's very comparable. But I think yeah. that Primal beats them on the flavor part of it because they have so many no layers of flavor. When you think when you think texture and you think the way that the seasoning sits on the meat, yeah. um, you should think similar to No Man's. Um, now, like you said, the flavor profile way better with Rages, but it's going to be that level of uh, texture of meat. So thick, the thickness and as well as I would say the the flexibility of meat is about the same. Uh, it, more it, on the uh, like it, side. Perfect amount of dehydration. Perfect, oh, man. perfect. Breaks apart. You know, it it chews very much like a piece of steak. Not not like a, it's supposed to. Like it's yeah, supposed to. Not wet like dog food. Not fake 
turkey jerky, not the not the whatever crap that you're getting with Sasquatch on it. Whatever that's what's that called again? Uh, Be clear Jack if Link. I offended anybody. Chew like your jerky supposed to, not like your steak supposed to. Your steak should be right. medium, medium well at, at most. Like even that's but the consistency is what is what he's going with. I'm saying like the way that the meat is supposed to be, that's how this jerky is. So a steak oh, yeah. should it's, be this it's way. Right in between, it's what I would call in between firm and medium firm. It's the perfect amount of dryness. It's yeah. it's what your it's what our ancestors chewed on when they went out to hunt. Okay. <laughs> that is what it is. I'm just not even some, kidding. It is just what some dried beef. They didn't have the cool access to the flavors that we do. They just right. had originals. So, you know, they would the just idea is to throw it in your mouth and chew on it and suck on it in your cheek and then like, go about your day. That's that's the way to do it. And if you're if you're wondering what the proper technique for eating rage jerky is, it's to take a good big old chunk size, you know, maybe a little bigger than a quarter, and you wanna take that and you wanna chew it up real good with your teeth, but you don't wanna like swallow. The next trick is to take that chunk of beef and just tuck it like it's a piece of chaw. Just tuck it right there in that lip line and just just enjoy. Man, you're you're eating steak for two hours. That's what it I tastes like. The flavor, I would say the flavor, doing it that way, the flavor is going to last at least 15 to 20 minutes for like an average size of beef, sure. quarter size. For sure. That's how good the flavor is. So whatever you're putting in your mouth, you're going to taste it as long as you tuck it in your cheek. And you like suck on the savory flavor of it. It's gonna last fifteen twenty minutes, easy. Not even, not even, not even kidding. It's the flavor is the. It's not juicy fruit. It's not bubblelicious. It is mm-hmm. great beef jerky. But they are a sponsor of the Chubby Buddies podcast, and they are in not only five states, but also over four hundred plus locations, ranging across Kansas, Nebraska, Oklahoma, Arkansas, and Missouri. And if you're not in any of those five states, don't worry. We got you covered. A year ago, they reached out to us and asked to team up with us to give to our to our listeners and also people who've never had their beef jerky to go to www.ragedbeefjerky.com. And at checkout, after you put in all that you want, if you put in at least all six flavors, you're going to get a, a better discount. But if you put in at least six if you put in at least four five bags if you spend at least fifty dollars and you put in the discount you're going to pretty much get one free bag of beef jerky by using what code joshua well that code is chubby c-h-u-b-b-y let me show you up a little closer you can actually read it right here c-h-u-b-b-y chubby that is the code, and you'll use that at Rage Beef Jerky. 15% off your order, and then if you spend the $50 or more, you will get the You're going to get a free bag. Mathematically. Yeah, that's, that's the I'll mathematics. The math hang on, hang on. Let me do the math real quick. Run the numbers. Carry the two. Yep, works out. You're getting a free bag of jerky. If you buy five bags, you're getting free shipping and a free bag of jerky. But so get the six bag, because chubby, that's your free bag. That code chubby fifteen percent off your order. Spend more than fifty dollars, you're getting free shipping. Don't miss out, guys. That it's the best jerky you will find. Buy your boyfriend, your husband, your best friend. Buy him a snack because they're a chubby buddy like us, and they need good snacks like Rage Beef Jerky. So get out there and rage. <laughs> what are you eating? Is that a taquito? 
Man. That looks like a breakfast one, is it? No. No? Chicken and cheese. See, I'm not a big chicken fan. I I, I can't get myself to pull the trigger on a chicken anything unless it's like fried chicken. You know what I should be eating right now? Because I have some. I made them this morning. I made biscuit bombs. I did make biscuit bombs. Hmm. I made 60 of them for church. I had oh. uh, sausage, uh, sausage, egg, and cheese. Uh, could you imagine? Hold on, before you move on, before you tell me what you put in there, could you okay. imagine churches hiring you to come sit in their parking lot for Sunday math or Sunday no, but service? I totally and like, would. I totally wouldn't. I've heard of churches that do that. Yeah, like co- everybody goes to get their coffee. Everybody goes uh-huh. to get their breakfast, or even afterwards they meet up for lunch. Heck yeah, I would absolutely go shut up. Shut up my truck in front of a church. I would absolutely use that. But, so yeah, the biscuit bombs that I made this morning were uh, sausage, uh, biscuits, so sausage gravy, uh, sausage, egg, and cheese, and then chorizo, egg, and cheese. And that one was a huge hit because that one was chorizo, egg, and pepper jack cheese. Uh, Oh, man, bro, it's mild. Oh, I, I just didn't know if it was like a gravy that was like pre-made or anything. No, I make mine. Because I was a real big fan of that gravy we had at school. For the, that biscuits and gravy, that consistency was really well, good. Gravy is kind of hard to mess up. You can get the thickness wrong, but the flavor is hard to mess up. As long as there's like a, not like a milky flavor and it's more, you're tasting that meat like mm-hmm. inside the gravy, it's going to be good every time. Got to have that meat gravy. Bobby. I have to tell you, guess what I get to do this weekend? What do you get to do? You get to buy your, your truck? No, no, not yet. Oh, okay. Soon, hopefully. Okay. But I'm coming up, right? And while Saturday I get to, or Friday and Saturday, yeah, Saturday. Saturday I get to be with you. Thursday Friday, and Friday. Friday evening and Saturday? Yeah, Friday evening and Saturday I get to be with you. Uh, Thursday night and Friday I have school board stuff. Thursday Thursday night there was a dinner for uh, all of our school board members and our spouses. Guess where we're eating? Oh, get a chow. <laughs> chow, let's go! Meet Parade! I'm so excited, the only, man. The only reason I knew that is because you don't get excited about many like restaurants like that. Dude, it's so good. I cannot wait to go back there. Although I got to say, man, like now that I've had that place down in Florida that we went to, Seed the Table, where I got that massive great steak, now like this has got some competition. But you can't compare the two because like the place where you ate was made to order, right? Like right, it's made right, right yeah, there it's made for you. This is Everything the else is made for parade. everybody coming in. This is the meat parade, man. This is so good. I cannot wait to do this. This is, ah, oh, so good a chat. Let's go. So Heather and I get to eat there with the rest of the school board. I was debating whether or not I should, we should try to go there before we left. It sounds, it sounds tempting. But before we move on to that, let's welcome back everybody that's coming back to listen. Welcome back to another episode of the Chubby Buddies Podcast. This is pretty, when this comes out, this will be one year of episodes. I mean, not consistent episodes because we have had to take breaks in between. But it is another episode. We've been of the doing Chubby this Buddies for podcast. a year, y'all. Yeah, we've been doing it for for a small podcast. I think we've done a pretty good job at being consistent. 
if I do say so myself. But if you are new to this podcast, welcome. We are a podcast that just focuses on hanging out. We use this just as a hangout. We talk sports, we talk everything else, and sometimes we never know what's going to happen. So welcome. And then if you wouldn't mind, consider subscribing if you're listening to us on YouTube or watching us on YouTube. We are also on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all the other major listening platforms. And then also try to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. I don't think I don't know if we have a Twitter or not. We might. I just don't post on it. Or X, I guess yes. you could say now. X. So okay. as Josh was saying, he he is uh, doing the Pogo Day Yeah, we don't have enough cool uh, I guess followers. Yeah, we're not we're not cool YouTube. enough to have to be on X. However, for sure, if you are listening and you love it. We want to thank you for tagging along on the journey. And we want you to consider yourself a chubby buddy. Whether you're 40 pounds or 400 pounds, you can be chubby with us. Um, but grab your snacks, tune in, because every single week. Chubby we're gonna... doesn't mean fat. Chubby no, just means you like fat. Chubby, chubby just, just means, means you have on. a deep appreciation for food. And you're chubby at heart. Whether you're physically larger or not. You just love food, and you love to snack. And you know that snacking Ooh. is one of God's great gifts to the world. Yeah, it's it's pretty much dad bod, like, if, oh, you, yeah. want to, if you really want to get technical. It's dad bod with the, with the new balance, the, the grass stains on the side, and he likes you know, turkey, are, maybe a cigar. Some of us Ooh. are 6'1", kind of cut, but we're still rocking our dad bods. Oh, oh. Hey, <laughs> guess what season it is, Josh? What's that? Oh, is that eggnog? Did they card you? Oh, that's great. Oh, man. No, they did not card me. I don't think I've been carded for anything in probably 10 years. But that's well, that, part. that beard you got, you look like you're a... I haven't had the person. beard for 10 years, though. Even on my 18th birthday, I was mad when I went to go buy a lottery ticket and a cigar, they didn't card me. But mm. it is what it is. Oh, the sweet sensation of eggnog. What's it like to oh, drink, yeah. drink like Yeti mucus? I love it. That's what I even that got the, uh, I even yeah, got Holly liking it. What? Like, yeah, she liked it. If you think about it, it's just melted custard. So gross. I thought you said you liked it. No. You don't like it? <sighs> but anyway, hey, Ben, buddy, other than the, uh, the business starting up, I see you got a shirt there. Mm-hmm. I sure did. To, I Let me show to... it off. For those of you looking online, watching the video, you can see it. You just listen to the audio, I could describe it to you, but it just says the chubby buddy. And it shows a chubby dude with his shirt kind of up and open. And his shirt says the chubby buddy, and it's supposed to be me. So, but that's the name of the truck is the chubby buddy. So, yeah. Um, man, outside of that, uh, it's Halloween this week. So, we're the Flintstones this year. And the whole family? I, yeah. Yeah, well, not the kids. The kids didn't want to join our costume party. So it's me and Heather and my mom and dad are, are so we're Fred and Wilma and mom and dad are Betty and Barney. But we actually built the Flintstones car. Oh, wow. It How looks heavy. cool, dude. Huh? How heavy is it? Uh, it's actually not that heavy. It's, it requires two people to lift it, but it's 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 wood frame and then empty like blue barrels. Um, like, um, Oh, for the sides. Yeah. For the, for the wheels. Uh, and so we spray painted those, uh, and so they're white and they kind of look like they're rock now. So it's pretty cool. 
Yeah, we we didn't do any costumes for us this year. I mean, we work a crazy shit, so. Yeah. But we had a lot of fun with that. So I, I worked on building the Flintstones car. So I've got that built. Um, we're doing Chunk or Treat this week on Tuesday with our church. Um, we have baptisms today. I got to baptize two people. Those were really cool. Lindsay and Lucas. Lucas. Old, like, old. No, Younger no, no. Young people. Uh, Lucas, a uh, kid who I coached. I coached peewee football for this kid. Third through sixth grade. He was on Casey's team. Uh, so, you know, I love this little dude. And we called him Little Lucas because there was Lu- Little Lucas and then there was Big Lucas, who was one of our linemen. And so Little Lucas, he was tiny, but he was always fast, always got to the ball. Well, about about three months ago, his family started coming to church, man, and he's just totally been embracing his faith and, and really, like, starting to own it. And so – they made the decision last week that they wanted to get baptized. So, uh, him and him and his mom Lindsay got baptized. That's cool. That's cool. I've only gotten to baptize one person. We know who that is. Yeah, that's right. Who was it, Bobby? Tell me. Well, he's he's invisible right now, and nobody's he's been invisible. able to see him for months. So, I mean, <laughs> and it's not the Holy Spirit. It's uh, it's Jordan. It's Frog true. Daddy. It's true. But, I mean, you do get to claim bringing me to the story, so. You didn't baptize. I mean, I don't claim anything. I don't claim anything. We got baptized <laughs> the same day, though. Sure, we did. But other than that, you ain't got nothing else going on? Like, uh, what's going on with the food truck? Like, how's that going? Like, process and all that stuff. Is so, that, like, all of my business plan elements are done. The thing we're wrestling with right now is we've got some tax return stuff we've got to get figured out. Um, so that's kind of the holdup part. Um, our 2021 taxes, uh, we have to have a copy of those, and we filed those with a CPA up in Springfield. So we've got to like manually go get a copy from that dude, and it's it's just kind of a mess. But beyond that, once we get all that taken care of, then I think we'll be you know I I don't think we're gonna have any trouble getting the loan or getting started. It's just a matter of we're just waiting to get all the paperwork done. Sweet. Yeah, we're gonna have to plug you guys as like a sponsor of the podcast. Heck yeah, dude. Like, the won't, Chubby Buddies will definitely like... be a sponsor of the Chubby Buddies. I mean, he stole the name from the Chubby Buddies. Yeah, we that's came up with that together. The, that's why the truck is the Chubby Buddy because I'm one of the Chubby Buddies. I guess what you could do is you could copyright the Chubby Buddies, and then I that was way you could have their name. That if you let me, is copyright the I've Chubby Buddies, no the Chubby Buddies, and we would have the whole thing. And it because it all stems from this man, like the whole no concept of the food truck idea came from this podcast when no we were spitballing the best breakfast stuff, and we said biscuits yeah, no and gravy. That. Yeah, that's so. Like all I say is that if you ever go big, like you got to throw throw some my way. That's all I ask, bro. If I go <laughs> big, the buddies go big. We go big together. Ain't none of this throw something your way. You come with. And you go big. Well, with Florida is a long ways away. I don't mean to Florida. I'm saying we travel. I know. I was, I was we tour together as a comedy oh, yeah. routine, the three of us. <laughs> ooh, ooh! I got a meal idea for your truck. Ooh. Yeah, you got to get French fries and mayo on there. Call that the Bobby special. Ah, oh, gross. <laughs> gross. Just a, a you gotta have a like you gotta have like combos like it's gonna be a uh a, like it will be served the same way for everybody. 
a whole pile of mayonnaise on top of a cup lid. Or, or all you could do is just go be like, call it Bobby's sauce on the side. Yo, if, if you're not <laughs> clear of weird. what we're joking about here, every time Bobby gets fries at McDonald's, I don't know if you still do this, but every time just, he did, when we, were, when we were kids at McDonald's, every time he gets fries, this man will take a large copelet a large coke lid because it's more surface area is what he says. It's more surface area for his mayo. So he got to have a lot of mayo. So he needs a bigger container for his mayo. So this man will take the large cup lid, put it under the mayo and just pour, pour until there is at least a half cup of mayo on this lid. And he will sit down with his four ounces of mayo and just dip his fries in it and chow away. It's so yeah, they don't do they don't do the dispensaries of uh oh, yeah, mayo they don't anymore. Anymore. so I had to ask for it on the side and I would just say like put you out of business mayo or I would get like twelve pack of business. mayo. So yes. only with McDonald's fries. No other fries taste that good with it. I don't know what it is. No fries taste that good with mayo, Bobby. Like you can't knock it. You haven't even tried it, but I have tried it. We have been friends I don't think for you a have. long enough. I don't believe it. I, don't believe I you ever got you to try it. I got you to try chew before I got you to try that. <laughs> I'm just saying. Twice. <laughs> oh yeah, twice. And one of those was uh, cherry yeah, skull. The cherry. The other was uh, I think citrus skull, maybe or vanilla. Was I, the I don't... cherry the one that I fell back in the chair on? <laughs> yeah. I was not ready for that head buzz, man. I was like, oh, what is this? I'm dizzy. Yeah, he sat down in his dad's recliner. It and I just him, went, gave him a buzz immediately. And he flipped backwards, ran to the bathroom, and out went everything that he had in his stomach on top of the dip. Gross. But before I get into my week, uh, first I want to say rest in peace, Matthew Perry. Yeah, man. That's crazy. Hard. That sucks. I mean, I wasn't like a diehard Friends fan, but I thought he was funny. Like well, I my like, favorite was like, Joey Tribbiani. You know, that's the other half of Joey. I know. Yeah. So uh, I mean, I, I don't know what happened. In but Seventeen again. That, that was, was a, pretty good with Zac Efron and him. Yeah, it's a small role that he plays in that, but he's still funny. Yeah, and then he was in um, uh, the whole nine yards, I think. Yeah, yeah, the he whole nine in yards. A lot that, of movies with, uh, but... with Bruce Willis. That that yeah. one it had some range to it, but it, it was funny. Like it was quirky and funny. I mean, his his role as Chandler Bing was like yeah. his bread and butter. Like everybody knew him as yeah. Chandler Bing. We all talk. But, I mean, about I. Him. Like, you realize that, right? That style of communication didn't exist until his character. You mean Joey? No. Chandler. That's Joey that has... I don't know Chandler's dialogue. Like that's Chandler's, not... Chandler's sarcastic wit turned an entire yeah. generation of dialogue. I promise you. Matthew Perry's character I mean, is responsible for the way that most millennials talk. Maybe that's why I like Joey and I don't talk like that. I don't know. I mean, I still like Chandler. I loved his character. I mean, it was you needed his character for Joey Tribbiani. You just had you needed to have it. It was the it was the buffer for Joey Tribbiani's role, and it's kind of, it's going to be weird to like. I bet you people that are like fan like friend fanatics like they won't yeah. ever be able to watch an episode again. You think so? 
Well, yeah, I mean, it's, well, one is probably too soon for sure, but, like, if they don't put Friends back on Netflix, like, they're going to get a lot of hate. Like, they were on Netflix for years. Yeah. So, I mean, I wasn't, like you said, I wasn't a huge, my parents watched it every week. Uh, I watched it for Jennifer Aniston and Joey Tribbiani. That was it. <laughs> but other than that, like, I wasn't, like, I wasn't, like, a diehard Friends fan. I also like Phoebe. Like, Phoebe was funny, too. Yeah, they regret it. But, no, rest in peace, Matthew Perry. But uh, I've had a crazy busy week. Uh, One, I I did the wrestling show. I went to the HCW's uh, Wake the Dead. That was an amazing show. I got there early to help set up sound. Uh, The sound is, it was, I would say that it was 75% better because, I mean, we still had, like, spots in it. Like, they just have a really old system, and we need to, they need to, uh, I guess, save for a better uh system um they just don't have everything that you need for something like that especially being in an auditorium so like i really hope we get that dialed in really good but uh the week of the dead thing was saturday tuesday through thursday i was on a zoom in zoom classes for eight hours one, it's hard. It's hard for me to like pay attention like for eight what hours. Like, let alone a just, Zoom class for eight it, hours for it. It's called KLC training, and it's Kansas Leadership uh, Training, and it's just for uh, supervisors mm. throughout the state of Kansas. But mm. they send people from across the across America to these classes, and this was the last Zoom class that they're going to hold. But I don't know if how many how many Zoom things have you been like how many Zoom things have you been a part of. That had to do with your job or training or anything like that. Probably, like- probably once a week for the past three years. <laughs> okay, now I might be wrong, but I don't think that I'm the only one. Like, do you ever get like, not necessarily? Yeah, I'm gonna say it. I got bored, so I started looking to see how everybody else was participating. So I would look at their <laughs> big screen and just like see what the heck they were doing. I didn't I didn't post this to anything like on Facebook because it's just wrong, but I would take clips of like what I saw people doing and then send it to Jamie and be like, Look at what this person's doing. I had a lady that was walking the entire time, like on a treadmill while she was doing it. She walked for the entire eight hours. Like, I don't know. Lord. Yeah. Like we would break for lunch. She was walking before we would break for lunch. I would come back. What's she doing? Walking. Listening to this dude talk, I mean, we'd break out for these little small groups. There was like 185 people in there. It was crazy. But then at the very end of it, uh, we were supposed to take a picture as a, as a group or whatever. Uh-huh. And I was looking at people turn their cameras on because they wanted to prove that they were there is what it was, right? Yeah. There was a lady shopping, bro. She was shopping in a grocery store. That's funny. Doing the Zoom training. And then like. Uh, there was a lady, it looked like she was driving and she had somebody holding her phone like in the passenger seat, like while she was like on the Zoom call. Good Lord. Like, it, did you ever do that? Am I the only one that does that? Like, I was just staring at people to see no, how they were enjoying their time. Them? No, yeah. Well, I don't, I don't usually, I'm not usually in Zooms that are that large. So. Oh, yeah. Mine's usually small groups and stuff like that. So yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't have that privilege. Uh, however, that sounds hilarious. And if I were doing large group ones, I would absolutely be people watching for sure. Like that could be, that could be a, a skit on like, like YouTube or something. <laughs> Somebody just... going into zooms and just looking to see how people are like, uh, participating. Like we had, there was this one guy, 
that had like a pile of clothes on his couch and he was sitting next to it watching TV and then looking over at the computer like he was paying attention to the Zoom. Like, I don't know. I couldn't do that. I was just sitting right here and I had my background blurred out where nobody saw the poop picture and like all the other stuff. But like, I I was just sitting here the whole time and then if I needed to do something, I made sure that my camera was off. Like if I needed to blow my nose, pick my nose, scratch my butt, whatever it was, I'm shutting my camera off. I didn't know if I was the only one that did that. I just thought it was weird. Like, I mean, I don't know if I was like being like based with Scottish, but it was definitely. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't the, think so at all. Concept. I think it's pretty normal to like want to know what the heck people are doing, and especially if they're doing weird things like walking on a treadmill for eight out like the whole time. That's wild. Yeah. Like, and I don't think she broke a sweat. Like, that's what's wild. Like, she was just she just plain faced, not one glisten. I was like. And I would be, like, huffing and puffing. And then if she ever had to talk, like, I couldn't imagine trying to catch my breath for that. Yeah. Granted, it is just walking. But what it looked like, it was one of those desk treadmill combo things, is what gotcha. it looked like she was on. Oh, those people make me sick. But I mean, this is the chubby great, butt I bet she's got great but. calves if she's walking eight hours a day while working. I got great calves, and I haven't, I haven't worked out <laughs> for probably five plus years. But, like, to walk for eight hours, like, that's... You shouldn't have any, like, fat on your body if that's all you're doing. Like, especially on a Zoom call. If you're walking like that regularly in your job, because it looked like that was, like, her office is what it looked like. It was, like, a set up, like, an office. So she's got to be doing that outside of the Zoom call. She's a power walker, man. She walks to work. Literally. But that's what I dealt with. And I was, uh, I mean, it was a long three days, but, uh, I mean, I can't say that I didn't learn anything. I mean, it wasn't something that I I would use as a leadership tool for myself, but, like, the state wanted me to go to it, so I did. I mean, I, who knows? Maybe one of these days I'll pull one of the tools out. I still have one more class to finish before I, quote-unquote, graduate, but we'll see. I just want to know if I was the only one that did that, but obviously oh, I'm not. Definitely not. Definitely not. So, like, I don't have necessarily a specific question for the week, but I do have a random, like, I have different questions, right? I've got a couple okay. would-you-rathers this week, and then I All have right. one that I kind of want to preface off of a buddy of mine's podcast, him and his wife started. Okay. What would you like me to start with first? Um, Let's do the would-you-rather question, or what would-you-rather. Would-you-rather questions, All right. This is going to be fun, because I really thought about specifically one of these for sure. All right. One of these I made just for you. The other one I made just for the humor part of it, okay? I can't wait. All right, for you, would you rather have a rewind button for your life or a pause button for the world around you and why? Ooh. That's so good. Okay. This is your, this is specifically for you. Like, I I was like, I think you'll have fun answering this. Pause button. Because I, I think there's a lot I could get out of the pause button. Also, the pause button would be hilarious for pranking. Are you kidding me? Like, nothing gets better than being able to pause it. Like, I'm, I'm trying to imagine, what's that scene where, like... Click? <laughs> is it click? Where he freezes uh, him and then, like, the smacks him a whole bunch and then unfreezes yeah. him? Yeah. David. <laughs> so, yeah, definitely pause. So, like, I love the rewind feature. And I would love that, but here's the thing. And judge me if you want. Call me, you know, I'm 
me being me. Nostalgia is a drug, bro. And it's a dangerous one. We can get so consumed with how good things used to be that we lose sight of what God's trying to give us here and now. What he's trying to do in the here and now. So I would avoid the rewind only because I know how dangerous the drug nostalgia is. I would avoid the rewind button strictly because I don't think that I would be where I am now. I think that I would like change too much stuff where I wouldn't be like probably we probably wouldn't have a podcast if it wasn't for a rewind button. But definitely for sure, I would use that pause button every day to either prank somebody. But here's here's what I would use it for. It's so that I could sleep in and not be late for anything. Heck yeah. Like that would be. Oh. A hundred percent. Like I wouldn't be late for anything another day in my life, but I would also catch up on my sleep. I'm mm-hmm. just saying. For sure. Sleep is never much more appealing. Bro, I just let me pause lunchtime for an extra thirty minutes and take a power nap. That would be yeah. perfect. Like and just you technically to... if you oh. use the pause button, you're you're gaining time rather than going back in time. Of course, exactly. You can always unpause. So you need a nap, you lay down, you wake up, oh, I could use just a little bit more. Lay back down. You're good. All right. Are you ready for my uh, my thoughtful question that I had? I mean, you know my mind pretty well. It's not parts, mm-hmm. but, I mean, it's like, I mean, it, it is a Bobby thought, okay? Would you rather wear the same pair of dirty underwear for a year or the same pair of dirty socks for a year? Oh, Bobby, you jerk. Dude. I Dude. hate you so much. Oh, I, have a, I have a good thought. So I have a good thought of this. I'm so uncomfortable with this question. But I have a good, I have a good thought, like process behind this. Now, like, do you have to wear the underwear in every aspect of your day? Probably not, because like, there's some days. I'm saying when you go to bed, you don't have to sleep in underwear. You can wear shorts, right? Okay, and you sure. don't have to. But it's okay. the same underwear for a year. Yes. But what the thing is, is though, could you deal with the funk of your feet or the funk of your funk? Like, bro, ask Jordan. The funk of my funk will put you in a like will knock you out. So the funk of my feet will will be just fine. I will wear the dirty socks for a year. That's so gross. The only thing that bothers me is like if they get wet though. Like you can't like. Bro, I would would rather not wear socks for a year than wear the same pair of socks for a year. That's so. That's what I'm saying. Like, I would much rather not. I would much rather wear the uh, dirty underwear. And that my thought process is this: is that I don't. I would wear the the dirty dirty underwear underwear for a year. Not better than the dirty socks, Bobby. Dirty socks. You just said you would much rather not wear dirty socks. I would not want to wear dirty socks, but dirty socks. A hundred percent over dirty underwear. Ooh, I don't That's know, why man. I said the funk of my funk is like, uh-uh. No, no, no. The funk of my feet? No, that's fine. <laughs> you manage that, but... Mm-hmm. You can also manage the funk of your funk with deodorant, bro. Bro, same. I manage the funk of my funk with Showers. a shower and with cleaning myself regularly and a fresh underwear daily. Yeah. I mean, I'd never worn the same pair of underwear or socks the same day in a row. So that's why I figured this question would be really hard. I mean, I have a a lot. I've had some mornings where I wake up 
I'm in a rush. I may accidentally like be in the same pair of boxers that I wore yesterday, throw on pants and a shirt and go. But that ain't happening more than one day. I, I can't say that I've ever worn the same pair of boxers a day or more. I mean, I've I've went without showering, like they're just throwing on clothes. Sure. But I've never, I can't say that I've worn the same pair of dirty underwear. Like I freak out if I don't have any clean underwear. Like oh, I, that's the first thing I'm doing. But socks though, I think I could go, I think I could go, oh, man. I don't know, man. My feet sweat like horrendously. Mm. Like the, the smell is gone. Like I don't have that smell that I used to have when they would sweat. But I don't know, man. Like, it, I think it depends on, like, what your what your daily job is. Like, if you were an athlete, I would not wear the same pair of underwear ever. Bro. But I also wouldn't want to wear the same pair of socks. I don't care what your job is. There is no reasonable lifestyle that a year of the same <laughs> underwear or socks is ever okay. I don't care if you live in Nome, <laughs> Alaska, and socks and underwear are required by dog sled to get to you. Bro, you need a fresh pair daily. Period. But like you're saying that you would much rather wear a pair of dirty socks for a year over underwear, right? I'm saying I wouldn't go for either, but if I had to, it's socks. It's socks before underwear. Underwear absolutely has to get changed. Actually, now, now that I think about it, I would much rather wear the socks because you can wear different pairs of shoes for your socks don't stink as bad. Bro, your socks are gonna stink. Period. They are, but I'm saying like it's There's not gonna no smell salvation, as bad. Bro. Imagine where the, like, imagine having one pair of shoes with those socks. Like those are ruined for the rest. Your feet are done. The, those socks but are gonna nothing stiff, but you know what? And dirty, and ugly. But could you imagine wearing that, like tennis shoes with no what socks? That that smell that you get. Ooh. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> if those went into my dryer. <laughs> <laughs> My wife just brought me what was in my pocket of my shorts. That looks like gold, like nuggets. It is. It's. I can't get my freaking hand down. Hang on. Let me get my camera down. There you go. Corn? It's corn. <laughs> it's corn. Did you go to a pumpkin patch with corn? We did. We went to a corn maze. And I grabbed, I had a student have a pocket full of corn. She just grabbed a pocket full of corn when she left. <laughs> she handed it out on the bus. And I was like, you know what? I got some deer at home. I could feed them. And so I took it and I put it in my pocket. <laughs> Dude, she's saying, if this would have went off in her dryer, like just popcorn popping. <laughs> I don't think I don't think you would have had that. I don't think it would either, but that's so funny if it would have. Oh gosh. I don't even know if, like, the grain corn, I don't even think it pops when it gets fried. It just sweats and, like, it turns into, it probably sprouts if Ooh, it gets really wet. That's funny. Working in the grain elevator, like, I've never seen, like, because even in the summertime when it was hot in the bins, like, it didn't yeah. pop like that. And it was way hotter than the dryer. Who knows? No, I just thought that those two questions were, one of them was perfect for you, but the other one was, like, that's hard. Underwear oh, for stocks. That was gross. I hated thinking about that, Bobby. Oh, here, here's another one real quick. Would you rather go without taking a shower for a year? Oh. Wait, no, no, no. No, no, no. Okay. You can't wash your feet for a year, or you can't wear deodorant for a year? Ooh. Ooh. I, I think I couldn't... When you get, say wash, oh. you mean soap and water, or just water it soap. all? Water it all. Oh. Can't get it wet. 
Okay, as gross as it is, I'm going to go no deodorant. Because yeah, here's the day. At the end of the day, that's just a natural smell. And it, it may stink, yeah. but it is a natural smell. The not washing deep. the feet is unsanitary. Yeah. It's not clean. It's gross. You're going to cause some body damage. <laughs> so, so you could, uh, could you imagine living the back then when they didn't have that? Like, bro, they didn't I have. don't know how they should. Like, that's how so many people lost lungs and stuff. That's why the death rate's so low. Gangrene. Because they got nasty feet and nasty hands because they don't know they don't take care of themselves. I want to know how dudes like got any women like that funk coming from everywhere. Like, oh, they had to. Have been like, it's from. It's definitely from both parties. Oh yeah, definitely from both parties. Well, I mean, like, because if you think about it, medieval times they only showered like once a week uh, or bathed. Uh, they call it ba- baths. Uh, I can't do a bath. I can't do a bath. That's just disgusting. You're swimming around. I think bed. I could like think about how the cowboys did it. I think I could do it that way. A bird bath, like in the sink and water. No, the hot like the hot water tub. I don't know, man. I just I can't sit in my own filth. That's almost like wearing dirty socks for a year. So what the soap's for, man? And then you rinse off after yeah. you're done. So you're so so you don't think there's some sort of like complex like area in there where you're washing your dirt off your body in the same tub of where the dirt is going with soap. You're still getting that dirt back on. No, because that's what the soap's for. The soap gets you clean, and then you rinse it all off when it's done. But if you're in the same tub when you rinse off, aren't you still putting it on? No, because that's what the soap is for. The soap removes the dirt. The dirt can't attach to know. the body when there's soap. It I cleans just, I haven't it. taken a bath since I was probably seven, and I can't do it. It just creeps me out. Like a soup of sour nuts. A soup <laughs> of... Oh, no. <laughs> I'm just... It's nasty. I don't know of anybody but a woman that can like say that they enjoy bath. Like I know, I know one guy, but I can't say that it's me. Oh. Soup of sour nuts. Oh my! Soup of sour nuts. But hey, no, a buddy of mine and his wife started a podcast. Right? It's called oh. uh, Keeping Up with the Commands, and he's on YouTube. He's the uh, one of the beard guys that I follow. He's also on an episode of the Recess Ruckus. Uh. Him and his wife started a, a, a podcast, and every week they take one, like, I guess, general topic, and they talk about it for about an hour, okay? okay. And that's what they do. They, they keep up with all their stuff. There's one topic that I don't think I've ever really talked to you about, and I think it's, I think it's uh, a good question for people who live in America, for sure, but it's also a good question for what, like, I think it gets you thinking, like, when it, it's coming up for, like, elections and stuff like that, it's also coming up. Or like, I mean, we're in the getting ready. We're in the brink of another world war. It's pretty creepy. Like right now, in this day and age, mm-hmm. very scary. Technology is like almost invincible right now. We're we're at the we're at the age of Terminator. We're at the age of World War Three. It's it's crazy, right? But their topic was uh, if you could like if you were asked to define like they didn't ask this, but I'm asking you. So if you were asked to define what living the American dream means to you, what would, what would your definition? Gosh. Very complex question. I think it's certainly changed. The white picket fence. Versus when though? Versus when though? Well, I think there used to be an old school vision of it. I think, I think anybody could have described it as the big two story home with the white picket fence and the nuclear family. The guy with the good-paying dream, nice car, or good-paying job, nice car, um, you know, 
kids in school, everybody goes to church on Sunday. That was kind of the American dream. I think that's shifted. The values of our country have shifted. Um, one, I don't think home ownership. But what about you? What about you, though? Like, I'm wanting your your. Oh, my personal you, American dream? For you. Yeah, for you. For me? Yeah. Um, Because I don't care about everybody else. Like, I, I mean, life, everybody life else has their own in the pursuit of happiness. Man, for me, that's for me, that's independence combined with responsibility. So, like, the American dream to me is me having me having as much of what I've worked for as I choose. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, gosh, that's like I said, it was complex. It but is. I thought it, it, it... It's very, it's like nobody, you don't have, nobody's ever sat there and probably thought about it until they've either like seen it come up or like they've seen a movie or a documentary about it. So, okay. Right? Here, here's what I would say. For me, the American dream is this. I want to see, I want to see those around me succeed. I want to see my kids succeed. I want to see my church succeed. But, so to me, the American dream is healthy growth in all areas of my life. That's what the American dream is to me. I mean, there is no right or wrong answer to it, but I, I do think that I don't think enough people talk or think about it or even talk about it just because we're always stuck in this go, go, go society. And you don't like, I don't, I wouldn't say that you don't necessarily have the time for it, but it never registers in your brain, like what it actually means. And so like you see like a documentary or movie that's about it, like the pursuit of happiness, the Will Smith movie. Nobody really sits there and thinks about like what they want to achieve other than for themselves. Like I think yeah. the American dream, like you said, also resonates with the people around you. I think that uh, the American dream. So I guess my definition is not only to have like, I guess like zero restriction on what you want to do. Nobody gets to tell you what you are going to do or what you can or can't achieve. But on top of that, you are going to be able to do that for like the, your kids and your wife around you and everybody right. that you care about and allow them to succeed on their own or fail on their own. Like that is the American dream. You, you're learning from your mistakes. That's why we chose not to hit the Freedom rewind. To learn. I like that. Freedom to learn. Yeah. So I think not and freedom to excel in whatever they want to do. So if I want to change jobs and do something, or if I ever want to uh, go down a different path with uh, my profession, like that's, my, I guess that's not just my right, but that's also a dream for America itself is to allow that to happen. Yeah. And that's, I mean, I don't think it's, it, it shouldn't be as complex as it is, but it is. And we've made it that way. Just by dealing with the technology in today's day and age and listening to like people talk about what you can and can't do with your life. Well, the problem that we'll always face is that we're respond, we're reactive rather than responsive. We always, we're always reacting to things rather than responding to them, thinking critically, right. analyzing them, and ultimately making decisions based off of them. So in that sense, yeah, we're always going to face that here in America. Um, I find it intriguing, though. I, li I like what you said about um, the American dream ultimately being tied to, to what we're willing to work for. Because truthfully, that's what I do think the American dream is, is, is the freedom to work and earn it. Um, and that's right. been something beautiful to see, like with Casey and his job and everything he's been saving up for is his freedom mm -hmm. to work and earn it 
has been beautiful to see. So I would I would add that to it. I think part of what the American dream is the ability to work and earn for what you want. Um, you know, there's well, there is no rope or cap on anything in America. Like you can there's do whatever you opportunity. want. The question is, is if the if the if what you're looking for is satisfaction, you're not going to find it because you're not going to be able to look at millionaires and billionaires and uh, see the how little work they do and and like have have what they have. Like you just can't. Like there's different layers of work ethic in this country and some people have it some people don't some people are born into it other people learn it um but the money fluctuates up and down so somebody with a lot of money and no work ethic will lose their money and that money will end up going into the hands of somebody with a hard work ethic who didn't have money and that's the way it works and and that's the whole point of why america is the way it is and that's why people are wanting to come here is because their work ethic if they know it's better than yours they're going to come here and try to take your and, yep. and it's 100% fair well, that's how this country is built is is well, to say I mean, the person who wants it and will work for it will have it yeah. like i mean like you have I've to never, i've never seen the pursuit of happiness but i'm assuming that that's what the premise is it's like you working for something to achieve i guess not just lifelong goals but lifelong goals for your kids that you have and you hope to see them succeed now i don't know what the whole premise is at the end i only seen like bits and pieces of it off like tiktok i haven't you. seen it i mean i feel bad but i mean i'm i'm certain that that has a lot to do with not just the american dream but the dream of i guess the i guess a responsible human being probably but responsible or not i, I do believe that the american dream is 100 percent whatever you want that's such a political answer it's no, I'm just saying, like it's it, it's it's what you are willing to do and achieve, yes. whatever it is yeah, you want to do in life. That's really that's, the best way to describe it. It relies, it relies on you willing to work for it to be, or willing to lose to to gain whatever it is you want to do five years from yep. now or ten years. From that's now. true. So it's it's I guess loss versus gain, almost. That's the mathematics behind it. What are you willing to lose? Is it time? Is it money? Mm. Is it relationships? I mean. Yep. It depends on what you're willing to lose for your ultimate gain in the end. So, yeah. And there's no ceiling to it, and that's what's great about America. There's all sorts of there's all sorts of pitfalls and things like that, but the one thing you can't say is that that somebody's controlling you. They're not. Like you've got the freedom to to go for it. You're gonna find hiccups and pitfalls and people that get in your way, but you have the freedom to chase it. You've got the opportunity. And you also, I mean, yeah, you're going to have those people that are going to try to control you, but they don't control you. They might say that they control you, but they don't. You have every right to walk out that door. You have every right to to say, no, I'm not, I'm not participating in this. Now, there are circumstances where you're going to have to like reap the repercussions of it. I mean, that's yeah, going to be the downfall. That's, that's, that's territory worth staying with, and finding the right job will appreciate your willingness to walk out on some on nonsense. Right, because a, a truly good business is going to have ethics is going to value character and honor and responsibility over making a dollar because those things ultimately secure that dollar that you're making you know you can make money hand over fist but if you can't trust the people you work with you, that money's not secure but if you right. trust the people you work with every dollar that comes in you know is secure and that's one thing that kind of resonated with me about like 
if I think back on it, like when I was going to Jamaica to get married with Jamie, there's something that this tour guide told us. They kind of mm. stuck with me just because like, if you think about it, like when you drive through like Jamaica or any type of like Caribbean like area or Island, like yeah. you've got nothing but trees on your left and on your right. For the fruit. Or like there's fruit growing free on both sides of you, no matter where you're at. But like he, what he said was is that if you're hungry, you're lazy. Yeah. I hear you. So, like, if you're not willing to go pick that fruit, then there's a reason why you're hungry, and there's nothing but an opportunity for you to go pick that hanging fruit and go eat it. That way you're not hungry. But, like, if you think about it here, like, we don't have growing fruit everywhere you go, especially in Kansas. Like, there's not growing fruit everywhere, and you can't just go pick stuff off people's yard, right? But, like, that goes with, like, money. Like, if we have YouTube, which is, like, the largest platform to make money on. Yep. If you're willing to put in the time, the effort, and just use your your brain to like just sit there and think about things. Like people, yeah. it's an endless amount of like, uh, what is what, what's the word I'm trying to use? Uh, entertainment. Like entertainment is the biggest money making game in the world. I think, and that's all you need to do is just be willing oh, to take the time and learn something new to be able to make that game. Go pick that fruit, which is like your YouTube's and your uh, stay at home jobs, like whatever it is, crafting. Like our wives are crafters. If yep. they wanted to, I'm sure they could be millionaires if they really wanted to put in the put in the time and the effort. What of the hustle? Yep. So, I mean, that's my American dream. My <laughs> wife could be a millionaire making <laughs> houses and love it. Now, hopefully, y'all have been tuned in because HCW have been has been putting on amazing show after amazing show. And they got another one coming up very, very soon, November 3rd and 4th, or, or sorry, November 3rd. <laughs> sorry. Give me the dates on that, Bobby. Do you remember? Do we, it, you have, it is November 4th. It is November 4th. Yeah, November, November 4th. 4th. Uh, that weekend, uh, they're going to be in Leavenworth, Kansas uh, at the Leavenworth local they are putting on. Uh, what's the name of that? Fall Fury. Fall Fury. It's going to be a good one. Now. We actually don't know any of the matches except for one. We know of one match that's been announced, uh, and so we can talk a little bit about that. But uh, we just thought, you know, we wanted to remind you guys again, you know, is killing it. But the one match for Fall Fury, Sam Stackhouse versus Aaron the Prodigy Helms. It's going to be a smackdown of epic proportions, okay? That is two big-bodied men who will go blow for blow and knock each other down until only one man is standing. It is going to be epic. It's going to be entertaining, and you won't be able to take your eyes off of that match. The best part of the whole night, y'all, the Chubby Buddies are going to be there. What? Check that. Hold on a second. It's not Sam Stackhouse. I was telling you the match that was previous this is Matt Stockdale that he is facing. Oh, dang it. Okay. All right. So I was just telling you the previous match, so our bad. Whoops. My bad. Scratch that. Again. All right. And we're back. <laughs> no kidding. Um, Aaron the Prodigy Helms versus Matt Stockdale, you said? Stockdale, yes. Stockdale. Matt Stockdale. Okay. Those two dudes are going at it. I know Sam Stackhouse better, so I, I misunderstood. I, those two are big dudes. I don't know Matt Stockdale at all, so we're going to see it doesn't how look Prodigy familiar. and him go up against each other. But still going to be a great match. And, again, 
Helms isn't even the best part of the night. Are you you want to know why? Because the best part of the night, the chubby buddies right. are gonna be there. The chubby buddies are gonna be there. Bobby, myself, planning on being there. Beyond that, not only are we gonna be there, we are the majestic voices that you will be listening to all night because the chubby buddies are the master of ceremonies for Ball Fury. Ball Fury. There you go, Bobby. You got it. I knew, I knew you'd catch it. See, this is the back and forth is what you're looking for. <laughs> there we go. The only one we're going to miss is Jordan. That's it. And then Daniel should be there. Yes. So I doubt yeah. that he's going to announce. He's he's in the he's on the backstage back burner. Yeah, so. we, unfortunately, Jordan will not be there. He's got a family event. He's already committed to, so he can't make it. But you will see myself. You will see Bobby, and you'll even get to see the plus one Daniel. Um, so you know, make sure you come say hi. Come see the chubby buddies, but also come see this amazing match HCW's putting on. Leavenworth local doors open at five. Bell rings at six. Everything's the same except for the location. Everything's the same except for the location. Get your tickets online. Follow them on your socials. Don't miss out. So if you can't somehow make it to see us at Leavenworth to this amazing match, don't worry because they're putting on one not too far after that. November, you said 11th, right, Bobby? Yes, Veterans Day. November 11th, Veterans Day. It is Fight for the Hungry. Fight for the Hungry. That's at the Osage Rec Center. So ACW raring and ready to go. Got matches lined up in Wichita, Osage Rec Center. Again, same time, same bat time, same bat channel, or just different location. So 5 p.m.'s yeah. the doors, 6 p.m.'s the bell. You don't want to miss it, guys. ACW putting on a great show. See us in Leavenworth, November 4th, or the next week, see them in Wichita at the Osage Rec Center, November 11th for Fight for the Hungry. And I can't push this enough. I highly suggest getting the VIP tickets because there is always one extra match that only the VIPs and the uh, the $35 tickets. I forgot what uh, what that package is called. Just the early bird entrance. Yeah, the, yeah, well, VIP it's actually a special package. Well, no, they have one mm-hmm. higher than VIP. Yeah, they have one that's $35 oh. that gets you a piece, of, a slice of pizza, a drink, and a bag of chips. You get a signed, uh, like, post, fight poster. Bro. And then, yeah, then you get to see one extra. This deal? Well, because we didn't know about it until the first time that I actually was there. So. Well, now we know. So. And, and before that, it was, uh, we did our, we did our other little episode that we had. But I also want to kind of run down what happened at our last show of Wake the Dead. I don't know if you paid attention to that. I now, am, uh, uh, since I've made my prediction, I am now one and I guess two and zero. Oh, if you want to go with Aaron Helms versus uh, <laughs> uh, versus uh, Remington, but uh, that uh, the the four way matches that they had was crazy. Uh, the first one: King Vale versus Ray Leon versus Ricky Wingrave versus Dutch McLean. Ray Leon came out victoriously. So I had Way both matches Ray. right, by the way. Way to go, Ray. Uh, match number two was not the, the Fatal 4-Way. It was Chan, uh, oh, Chunkla Violence. Violence? Violence? Oh, my bad. I, was, I always mix up those two. Chunkla Violence versus Paradox and Colton. I met this guy named Colton. I guess he's uh, been with Billy for a while. Mm-hmm. He kind of helped me out with the sound and stuff like that because he has his own band. That was pretty cool. But Paradox and Colton won. Remington Roar versus Red James. 
versus Franco Varga versus Logan Knight. And we all know who came out on top of that. Hey, was that right, James, though, that Red James tried to pull some sneaky stuff? No, he didn't. <gasps> what? No. After the fact, though, he did claim that Remington didn't lay a hand on him, which he is, he is true. He threw Remington out of the ring, but then got attacked by, I believe it was uh, Logan Knight, which then gave Remington the upper hand to, to win the match. So, but he, uh, he claims that he's not scared of uh, Remington and he wants to face him for the title. I think you got to earn it, Red. Can't just say well, you want it. You got to actually earn it. it. means winning a match or two, bud. I mean, all of his matches so far are pretty tough. I mean, he is facing three guys at once every single time so far. So he wanted in. He wanted into HCW. There's yeah. not really easier ways in. But then match number four was Gideon Vane versus Pierce Price. Gideon Vane. I'm going to tell you this. That is the largest man I think I've ever seen, like in yeah. person, versus what I saw on the on the his picture. Does not yeah, show him any justice. Doesn't do justice to the man. He's a mammoth. He sort of looks like he sort of looked like uh, Bret Hart to me in his picture, right? But in hmm. person, he was like Kane. Oh man, with long hair, Kane intense. with long hair. It was pretty intense. But Gideon Vane came up on top of that. Uh, uh, match number five was Heidi uh, Howitzer. I don't know if you're familiar with her versus Stormy Renee. Stormy Renee. Stormy. Not the other one. Not the other Stormy. <laughs> Stormy Renee. But uh, Miss uh, Howitzer uh, ended up getting suspended for the next show due to her uh, her unsportsmanlike uh, conduct after that. Ooh, what she did? She hit her with a steel chair or something? No, she just was uh, fighting dirty towards the end. It was pretty wild. Ooh. Like I said, you missed a show, Joshua. That sounds uh, like Then match number seven, or is that six? I, I lost count. Handgun Dan versus Sam Stackhouse. Like I said, this is the one that Josh said that he knew more. That is a large man in the air. Sam, Sam Imagine, knows how to fly, baby. That dude, okay, this is this is how big he is. He got in the corner, uh, I think he was on the second, maybe the top, I don't remember, but did a backflip. But then we had to sort of uh, have a little uh, delay in time because they had to maneuver the uh, the ring underneath because he rocked some, uh, some boards loose. Uh-huh. So that is, a, like, Randy Dryling stood back. Flying. There's consequences. Randy Dryling said it best. Fat in motion tends to stay in motion. In motion what... yep. Man. But then ACFC versus the Rebel Hearts, they went out for a tag team title match. Uh, KC, uh, I the actual uh, KC something title, K KCF title, and the Rebel Hearts came on top. And then the main event of the evening, uh, at the end of uh, Remington Roar's match, uh, Ray Leon came out and did him dirty. Brought out Ooh. his goons, attacked him. Mm. Uh, a lot of people didn't think he was going to be able to make the last match. Uh, he came out. He wasn't coming out there for a while, and then uh, Ray Leon tried to get Billy to give him the title just because he, he thought he was going to forfeit. And what do you know? Music hits. Comes out. Oh, there you go. And Rim he, don't he quit, the night. He's an and, and we can officially say that Remington Roar, the carnivore Remington Roar, is your first ever HCW title holder. It's time to that eat, is what it's called. gentlemen. Remington Roar. Time to put the women and children in bed and go looking for dinner. <laughs> Who said that? That is... Oh, come on. Wow, you failed. No, come on. Here you go, here you go. Uh, Coach Harper used to say it right before every football game. It's from a movie. 
I know, and I can't remember the movie. It's time to put the women and children to bed. Let's go home. and go looking for Epidemic. I'll give uh, you. I'll give you that, a slogan from the movie so that way you can kind of. That's not about, uh, movies, is it? No. No. Kane is able. Think of that. Kane is able. What? Kane is able. Yeah, that was the catchphrase for the Heisman uh, candidacy in the movie. You want any other hints? Is that Friday? No. Understand it. Character's name. Oh. How about? I taught him. Uh, he program? goes. It's a program. A program. Dang. He's like, you see that shoe? It says Adidas. Yo, I taught him that. <laughs> oh, is that the no? It's Latimer. Yeah, Latimer Lat- and uh, oh, the linebacker that was like that supposed to. I think that one's good, but it's dark. It's 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 almost very real, like it's yeah. very realistic yeah. to what like college football probably used to be. But other than that, HCW, ladies and gentlemen, let's finish this off with uh, we will be there, and uh, you don't want to miss it. But hey, let's move on to sports. That way we don't have a two-hour episode this week. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. <laughs> All right. Well, hey. Well, uh, I do kind of want to highlight that KU upset OU yesterday. Bro, and let's talk Rock Chalk Jayhawk, baby. KU football, like, balling out since since the first time since, like, 2005. No, last year they they were doing really good last year, too. They, they were good last year. They were good last year, too. But KU is good again. Game Nice. It's nice. I might get back into college football. They're above average for sure. Now I would Dude, say that they're like, it, like this was like the representation of what the NFL calls any given Sunday. This was any given Saturday for college football, yeah, and KU should never have won that game, but they did. Like, like they grinded it out till the very end. Like, granted, I was sitting there getting my haircut at Mike, and like I was kind of questioning because KU. Uh, kicked the ball off and was able to get a fumble recovery, and then they turned it over. Uh, they, oh, no, they missed a field goal, which gave OU an opportunity to run down the field. And then they stopped them, and then KU got the ball first play back. They threw an interception. It was wild, man. That is wild. And then there at the end. So, I mean, it was back and forth there towards the end in the fourth quarter. So, shout out KU. That was They say That's- it was one of the most watched games yesterday, and for KU to be in that category of being a most watched game, and then the crowd went nuts. They took the the uh, uh, the field goal down. Like I bet you, it was like the Tennessee versus Alabama game. <laughs> I'm sorry, I was sending Chuck a text message of oh, oh you legit. yeah yeah absolutely. I got to make sure to get my smack talk in now while I can. How often yeah, does this five one years ago. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, well, like, KU here. upset OU uh, earlier, like, probably four or five years ago, I think. It was either KU or K-State, I can't remember. But beat them in overtime. But, yeah, like you said, KU hasn't been good since, man, Gino was there. Like, that was the last yeah, time yeah, KU Mike was Gino was the last time. And he took us to the Orange Bowl in 05. And we really, I mean, I last year we were in another bowl. Season. Last year they were pretty good. Did we? Last, no, a couple of years ago we did go to another bowl. But none of no, them. Last, last year we went to a bowl. Last yeah, year last we went to year. last bowl we went to before Mangino, and that was the year I think we played Mizzou in the Big Twelve Championship and lost. Mm-hmm. At the uh, it was in Kansas City, I think. I think they played at Arrowhead Stadium for uh, Battle of the Border or something like that. Mm-hmm. It was a good game. Came down to the last second. 
And then Mizzou's but chicken no. don't ever want to play us anymore. They wouldn't play us in the bowl game last year. I didn't see that. Yeah, Mizzou yeah, wouldn't Missouri, play Mizzou. KU. I didn't think Mizzou was in the bowl game. This is the first year Mizzou's had a winning season since they left the no, Big Mizzou, Mizzou was one of our options for our bowl game last year, and they refused to play us. I know that they, they're uh, number, I think, 18, I think. And they play at Georgia this week. Oh, next really? Oh, yeah, it is Mizzou, Georgia. Yeah. This week. No, next Saturday. Yeah, next Saturday, yeah. yeah. Oh. KU OU, uh, I don't know if you follow boxing or not, but uh, there was a crazy fight on Saturday. I didn't get to watch it because I took uh, Holly trick-or-treating. It, it was Francis Ngannou versus Tyson Fury, the undefeated heavyweight of boxing. I don't know if you're familiar with the fight that was going uh, on. Tyson Fury was, sounds familiar. Yeah, they call him the Gypsy King. Yeah, yeah, they call him the Gypsy King, and his brother fought uh, uh, the one that you hate, Jake. Uh, Jake, what's his name? Uh, oh, Jake Paul. Jake Paul. Yeah, his brother's yeah. the one that fought Jake Paul and gave Jake Paul his first loss. But like Tyson yeah. Fury and Francis and God, I watched the highlights, and that's all I was able to really watch. But from what I saw. Francis Ngannou got robbed of that fight and like he won every single round and they still gave it to Fury in a split decision and they're calling for people's heads. Why? Because the scorecard shouldn't because the scorecard like the you know, the guy that gave Tyson or the guy that gave uh Francis Ngannou the win the one uh win because they have three judges and he scored it unanimously by like two points, four points, which is like a like, nobody should come close to winning. Like, if one judge scores that, the next one should also be right. somewhat, winning those. At least somewhat close to that, that it should be obvious winner. Yeah. yeah. And the other two scored it Tyson Fury's way. Like, Weird. by one point. By one point. It was wild. Like, everybody, like, in the, in the, uh, on the YouTube uh, conference thing, everybody's talking smack in the crowd. Like, they were upset. Like, they hate boxing, like, is what, is what I gathered. Like, the fans of boxing were, like, mad about what happened. Because, yeah, they liked Tyson Fury, but they knew that this should never have been, like, called. It was almost like if Money Mayweather had a guy take a flop or something like that, or if he flopped on another dude to get his first loss. Because that's what, I mean, he knocked Tyson Fury down, beat his face in. Like, there's no reason that they should have gave it to Tyson Fury, but they did. Hmm. It was controversial. Like, it's, it's, it was cool to listen to what some people were talking about. And even the, the commentators that have been commentating boxing for 20-plus years all said that Francis should have won that hands down. Man, controversy in the boxing world. I mean, I it doesn't bother me as much, but I do want to see Francis and Gunner succeed because he didn't get his UFC contract. And that's why it pushed him to boxing, and he goes into boxing in his first match of his career. He goes in for the heavyweight championship title match and just destroys this dude. And he still gets robbed. But I think he's going to have some stuff come his way just because of the way that he showed him. Like, he wasn't mad about it. He wasn't sour about it. Only the fans were. Well, if he, if he handled it well, then that probably means he'll get even more bids his way. So that, that, that'll be I good. Think, I think it's going to benefit him just by the way that he was very classful in the way that good. he handled it. Good, good, good. So, but the NFL, Ooh. I mean, unfortunately, we, we recorded this episode on Sunday, the day after, uh, or the day before, or the week before this episode drops. So this episode is recorded on Sunday. We watched the, the Dallas Cowboys destroy the Rams, man. 43 to 20. Yeah. I don't know if you watched it. Did you watch that? I did not. We were watching um, the... What was the early game that we were watching? Oh, 
Oh, probably uh, the Steelers and Titans. Yes, Steelers, Steelers and uh, Jaguars. Uh, Steelers, Jaguars, and that one wasn't bad. Um, Jaguars ended up winning yeah, they that. Beat the Steelers, yeah. yeah. I mean, it was a a very slow game in the beginning until fourth quarter, and the Jaguars took it at the end. Trevor yeah. Lawrence, my wife goes. My wife comes in. She goes, "Is that a girl?" <laughs> I think that every time I look at Trevor Lawrence, I'm like, "Who's that I mean, chick?" Oh, it's Trevor Lawrence. I, think, I can't believe I didn't realize the Steelers had that good of a record until they saw the bottom of that uh, the, the TV they, screen. Three and four, or four and three? No, five and two before this game. Now they're five and three. Steelers? Or no? Yeah, Steelers have no, a winning no. record. Yeah, four and three. I think. But I'm now they are. But I'm saying they were four and two before this. So that's right. Four and two, not five and two. But I was just surprised. I thought they had a losing record. That's look. why I was kind of shocked. I got to look here. Killing me, Smalls. One. So two. they both had a. I think they both mm-hmm. had the same record. Steelers are. Mm-hmm. Steelers are four and three now. So they were four and two before the game. Okay. I thought they lost like. I thought they were three and four, the opposite. Or three and two and three, the opposite. No, they lost to the Niners, and they've lost to the Texans. They've beaten everybody else, though. Yeah, I did not know that they were that, I guess. I mean, they're number two in the division, I do believe. Baltimore should be number one. Probably, I I would guess, yeah. And then the oh. Steelers, in which kind of... Oh, Browns. The Browns. The Browns should be number one. Because the Browns have won... Have, they've only lost two. I don't think so. They beat the Niners uh, two weeks ago. It's it's pretty close. I bet in that division with the with the Ravens and the Browns. Browns are four and three as well. Oh, okay. so they lost today. Yeah, yes, they did. Yeah, so that they were they had the same record as the Steelers, so they were tied for second. They lost to so the Seahawks. Ravens so the Browns, are top I mean, division. Yeah, everybody else is four and three. That's crazy. But Ravens are six and two. The Bengals beat the uh, the Bills, was it today? No, Bengals beat the. I thought it was the Bills. Or is that next week? Maybe. Bengals Uh, beat. The Bengals play. Sorry for whoever's listening. We're just trying to catch up on what happened today (laughs) because we're. We're looking at we're looking at games that are act that actively happening right now. I don't know how so anybody watches so every single game. Like that would drive me nuts to have twelve Bengals, games on the Bengals top. beat the Niners thirty-one oh, seventeen. Okay. That's right. Yeah, they had the upset against the Niners. Yeah, Purdy was back I mean, in everything. Purdy, I mean, and Purdy still. Oh, he, they came back from a like twenty-one point deficit. I think too. Yeah, the Niners. Yeah. Okay, that's right. I remember seeing that, but unfortunately, I mean, fortunately, the Cowboys did end up winning in a blowout. Granted, it was the Rams, but it's still an NFC team, which is good for us. But unfortunately, the Chiefs fall short of the Denver Broncos. It was a fight all the way to the end, but Patrick Mahomes just was not being Patrick Mahomes out there to the end. Like, he was throwing some crazy. The offensive line didn't show up there at the end. Dude, it was clearly so cold that every hit was hurting. Patrick had like lacerations on his fingers. Looks so like he got stepped on. Yeah, they had to put a glove it's, on there at the end, but that 
those last few plays that he was in there on was kind of bizarre to watch because it's not normally how Patrick handles like stressful situations. I don't know if you heard Heather pointed this out. She said that they had, that he had the flu earlier this week. So she wasn't even confident that he was able to breathe that well out there. So. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense because he was staying in the pocket. He wasn't mobile. Like he usually is. He wasn't. He was kind of making like there's, those plays that he was succeeding on there towards the end in the fourth was yeah, pretty but, fun to watch, but like so it wasn't, he wasn't moving. He, was, he wasn't moving enough in the pocket like he usually does. Right, but he was doing that, those weird spins where he would spin into the traffic where it would mess up. Yeah, the that's the problem. Like he normally does. He just yeah. wasn't being his elusive self that he normally is. Yeah, and that's what made them, I think, fall short. And then throw that at the very end pick towards the end. I mean, that was. I mean, that's probably kind of like nah. a couple of bad. Bad plays. But no, I think uh, Heather's right. I think he wasn't feeling well. I think Broncos, you know, after eight years are just bitter and miserable and ready to get a win. So, you know, they can have their win. We'll take this. I think shoot. it's, I mean, if you look at the stats, what's bizarre, I don't know if you've ever, if you saw the stats, or not just oh, yeah. the stats, but the difference between Russell Wilson and Patrick Mahomes by what they've done in their games. Russell oh, Wilson yeah. may have lost way more games. But his stats are better than Patrick Mahomes. Like, that's what's wild. Well. Like, his, I'm saying, like, the ones that were, all like, stats Joe. Because he's been in the league longer. No, I'm saying for this season, like, his completion okay, yeah. percentage and stuff like that is what I'm saying is higher than Patrick Mahomes. I mean, granted, he has, he should have more. Now that he has, uh, who was it that came back for the Chiefs? Uh, uh, the came back. Yeah, like that added to Patrick Mahomes' game last week. Like that was a big achievement. Yeah, for not this week though. You guys McCole dropped a freaking punt. Oh, I didn't see that part. Yeah, there were four, five, five Chiefs turnovers. That's why we lost. We had five turnovers. It was so cold, twenty, like twenty-five degrees in Colorado. Yeah. Brutal. It was cold. It was Brutal. cold here too. Yeah, but not that cold. Brutal. But hey, why don't we get into next week's picks? That way we have something to Let's do it. I guess. All right. Let's so I mean, Thursday night game is Titans versus Steelers. Titans. Give me the Titans. Titans. I'm gonna go Steelers just because I, I want to see want to see some mix up with that. Steelers kind of shocked me just by looking at their record. Fair All enough. right. So the first Sunday game at like 9 a.m. is Dolphins versus Chiefs in Germany. Let's, let's go Chiefs, baby. Need a, like this well, is gonna be a good sure. game. This is going to be a great game. I hope this is an offensive juggernaut. Do you remember the Chiefs-Rams game that was supposed to be in Mexico? Yeah, the the year that the Rams went to uh, the Super Bowl. That was the same yeah. year that they stole that, that win from the – It was like 50-51. Yeah. yeah, it was the highest win game. I want this Dolphins team to be like that. Do you think it will be, though? Do you think it will be that high with how well the Chiefs defense is playing? I don't think it will, but I think it, I think they could score some touchdowns. I think they will score more points on us than any other team has. I think they'll score t- twenty-seven to thirty-two. What What is your highest score against you guys this year? Probably thirty points. Was that uh, no? I think the Broncos just did it at twenty-four. I thought the Lions had more points than you guys in week one. Uh, Lions scored twenty-seven on us. That's right. Do you think it's going to be in the thirties for the Dolphins? Yeah. I think the Dolphins have one of the best offenses in the NFL, and I think they will score at least two to three times on us. 
It'll be twenty one. And then I could and then I could see some field goals in there. I, I also picked the Chiefs, so but twelve PM, the Seahawks versus Ravens. Well, I don't know. With the way the Ravens just played, I think I'm gonna go Ravens. Okay. Cards versus the Browns. I like uh, the Browns. Cardinals. Browns. Browns are shockingly good this year. Give me the Cardinals. Bucks versus Texans. Bucks Bears versus the Saints. Take that back. Give me CJ Stroud. Give me the Texans as well. You want the Texans? Yeah. Is he? Did he play today, or was he hurt? I think he's back. I just wasn't sure. Bears versus the Saints. I'm going to go Saints. No, give me the Bears. You want the Bears? Wow. I want the Bears. Vikings versus the Falcons. Oh, man, that's another one that I was shocked about. Kirk Cousins is out with an Achilles Achilles tear. What? Achilles is he's out with an Achilles tear. Yeah. I didn't see Kirk was out with an injury. That's what I saw. Oh, I've got Kirk in both of my leagues. What I saw. Double check to make sure. Kirk Cousins. Let's double check to make sure. Kirk Cousins. Suffers apparent injury. Cousin suffers Achilles injury. 12 veteran quarterback options for Vikings. Yeah, he's out. You're kidding me. Heather! Tore his Achilles today, source told Adam Shepard. An MRI will be taken to confirm. And that was four hours ago, so. Yeah. So I'm going to go the Falcons just because I don't know who the Vikings backup is. But if it was Kurt, I would have probably taken Kurt over the Falcons any day of the week. Who are you taking? Uh, who's the pick? Falcons versus Vikings. Yeah, Vikings. You're going to still choose the Vikings? Yes. Who's your backup? I don't know, but their weapons are good enough that they can still win against Atlanta. Rams versus the Packers. You know what Mike texted me back? He goes, you're a KU fan? He's like, yeah, and I like Street Fighter, too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Rams at Packers. Yeah. Uh, Rams. Give me Rams over the Packers. I, too, will go the – I'm going to go the Packers, just for what I saw today. That was not a pretty picture. Um, Kirk Cousins. Towards Achilles. You're a jerk. Don't laugh at me. Don't laugh at my pain. Who's your backup quarterback? Laughed at me. Who's your backup? Who's your backup quarterback? I've got Kirko and uh, Joe Shiesty. Oh. So, I'll play Joe, but Joe's suffering calf problems, too. I need to call my – I need to change my team to the gold – to the the not-so-golden calf. I know that I'm not a big Bears fan at all, but their quarterback looks pretty good. I'm just saying. I texted I texted Mike back and said, as much as the movie Street Fighter, see if he laughs at that. <laughs> all right, Commanders versus the Patriots. Uh, commanders. I like what the commanders. I like what the Commanders did to the Eagles today, even though they're uh-huh. wrong. Yeah, but that all was right. a, a battle. That tells you the Commanders are for real. The yeah, but that's also a division game. Team, that division game means a lot. 
And yep. that, that also goes for your Chiefs. That's why they lost. It's not just oh, because oh, of how no good doubt, the, the, no doubt, dude. If the you don't are. Think, if you don't think Denver doesn't spend weeks prepping for Kansas City, you don't understand how this rivalry works. And the fact that we had eight years of victories on them is insane. I have been waiting for this shoe to drop for a while, and I'm surprised it hasn't happened sooner. Like, they haven't had a good quarterback, though. Like, not, yeah, not, one, to and, beat and the, not one to beat the Chiefs. Truthfully, I knew this was going to happen because Sean Payton mixed with Russ Wilson is a dangerous combo. May not and be, they just played the Chiefs two Super weeks ago. dangerous, but it is dangerous enough to threaten us. But not only did the Chiefs just play the Denver Broncos two weeks ago, the Eagles just played the Commanders two weeks ago. So mm-hmm. that right there, like, they've already been preparing for this game before the two weeks ago. Like, they've been yeah. preparing this game since oh, yeah. day one of the season. For sure. So, like, those division games back-to-back like that have got to be the hardest ones to prepare for. Yeah, it's brutal. I don't. It's wild that they're doing it. To have division games between the same teams so close together is wild. All right. The 305 game is the Colts versus Panthers. I'm going to say the Panthers get their first win against the Colts. Nope. Colts are taking it. Colts have got it. Josh, Colts, I have the Panthers. Giants at the Raiders. Giants lost today to the Jets. I feel good. I know. A tight one, man. Overtime. But the Raiders are still, like, very impressive for, like, what they have been able to do. Like, yeah, it's for actually, not having a team? For not having a – I think uh, this could be a real good game, and I'm going to give it to the Raiders. I'm, I'm going to give it to the Raiders. I'm actually with you. I think the Raiders are surprisingly impressive for not really having – direction and they're still threatening enough that i would call them yeah all right uh the cowboys versus the eagles this is going to be the the hardest game of the cowboys this uh, is going to be a good one all right are you ready first thing i think this one goes to ot this is that good game goes to overtime I mean, I think I think it's the that that's the most exciting way to like have a game. Like, I don't want it to be uh, a boring one-sided game, but I have a feeling that it's either going to be one-sided or it's going to be back and forth. But I don't think it's an overtime. I think it's going to be either by seven to ten points. But I'm taking Dallas just because I don't bet against Dallas. But the Eagles, I said from the get-go, we're going to flop this, and they have had too many close calls for me not to say that like. They're still a good team. They're still the, the team they were last year with Jalen Hurts and everybody that's on that team. They're still high caliber, and I, I just I hate this game just because of how good they are. But I also, I'm not going to put my foot in my mouth yet because I still want to see them fail. Is that Mike again? Yes, it is. And he said, I've never heard you talk about KU football. Like, never. And I said, outside of last year, the last time I could have, would have been junior year in 2005 when we went to the Orange Bowl. <laughs> so he got Cowboys over Eagles in the overtime game you're calling. All right. Love me, Bobby, because I think the Cowboys win this by three in overtime. Gosh, I'm, I'm going Cowboys this time. Well, I mean, I'm always going to go Cowboys. I, I don't think I bet against the Chiefs at all this year or went against the Chiefs at all this year, but you have gone against my Cowboys. Rightfully so. We got blew out by the Niners. We got blew out by the Cardinals. Like, that was a fluke, I think. But the one game that we shouldn't have lost, 
was the Cardinals game, and that's the most upsetting of them all. Well, and that Cardinals game was so wild, too. Yeah, wild for the Cardinals, not for the Cowboys. That was well, the worst like, game. Even the just the, like, <laughs> like, <laughs> they put up so many points on y'all. Not as many as the 49ers, but. No, still. but, like, Bobby, it's the Cardinals, and they don't have an offense. Where did they? Was it James Conner before he got injured? Is that what happened? James Conner ran down our throats. That's, That's what, what it is. It right, after we, Conner, right after we lost he got our injured, he was a beast. So. Dallas Cardinals. I don't think it was as many points as you think it was. Yeah, it was 28-16. Like, the 49ers was 40-plus points to 10. That's the 49ers. It's expected from them. Right. It's but not expected it was... from the Cardinals. Who have yeah, but a toddler for a quarterback and two of those touchdowns for the, for the Niners were deep in the touchdown. Yeah, sure. but the Cardinals they just ran down our throat, so it was wild. Uh, yeah. all right, Bills versus the Bengals for Sunday Night Football. <laughs> Bills, Josh Bill? Allen over Burrow, all day, every day. Yeah, I don't think the Bengals are actually on a win streak or anything. I just think they had a good game this week. All right, Monday Night Football, Chargers at Jets. Chargers. Chargers. Give me sure, I'm going to go Chargers also. I believe in Justin. All right. So the total score of the Monday Night Football game, I'm going to go with the Chargers versus Jets. I'm going to say 49. Four, 42. 42 for Josh. All right, this should be a – I think that'll be a pretty close game. I mean, the Chargers are not a bad team, but the Jets nope. have proven their worth with Char- uh, the – Jets are okay. I think Chargers win this by about 8 to 10, somewhere around that range. Uh-huh. I think it'll I think it'll be a good game for sure. But, I mean, I'm I'm loving football. I mean, I hate that it's halfway through the season already. It's very I weird. I know, man. It's crazy. I mean, we're at week 8 now, right? Or this is for week 8. Do you believe, right? I think yes. it's week eight. Should be. Either way, it's been a crazy year. Like, it has not gone anybody's way except for, like, I would say. Bro, this has been a golfing. wild year for football. Not a fan. Not a fan of how many injuries there have been. Not a fan of just how sucky fantasy has gone. <laughs> like, I think they said three quarterbacks went out today. Ugh. And it's like. And it's that see, it's that time of the year. It's cold. It's the fall. It's almost December. And usually those injuries happen either at the very beginning or towards the end of the season. And yep. unfortunately, Aaron Rodgers had the earliest <sighs> season-ending injury. Do you think he's coming back? Do you think he's no, going to make it back to play this year? He's full of it if he really thinks he can rehab an Achilles before the end of the year. No, he's nuts. I'm not a doctor. I mean, it'll be impressive. It'll be the most impressive comeback. Now, I just don't see what he would achieve to come back that early because they aren't in, like, a hunt for the playoffs, and that's the only thing I see not being a benefit for him. Oh, my God. Like, Chuck, I can see What? Chuck, Chuck is such a – Chuck is so hilarious. Is he pacifist? Is he a pacifist? No, is that, no, no, no. Is it a very you know how Mike responds to that text message, right? 
So then you thing. also know how Chuck responds to do. And he absolutely sugar-coated and whitewashed it. I am happy for the Kansas football team. Coach Leopold is a very good leader. One lost football team isn't a bad place to be. We just need to win a few games ahead of us. Chuck, you're hilarious. Oh, my God. Hey, I will say this. Chuck has always been that guy that's never kicked anybody while they were down. So, like, you have to give him credit. I know. that's He's too good. He's too good. He doesn't. He can't do smack talk because he's too kind-hearted. <laughs> I love Chuck. Too much of an encourager. Uh, hey, what you been watching, like, on the tubes or? On Netflix or oh, Disney. Uh, I mean, you I- know, Heather and I right now are watching Suits. I don't know if you've watched that at all. We kind of I love Suits, bro. I'm really waiting for good. last season to come out. I love Suits. There's more. What? Yeah, there's one last season. Oh, I didn't know it's still going. Yeah, they have one last season that they haven't put on Netflix yet, and like oh. I don't know if it's not on there because they're still like dropping episodes or if. <laughs> It's just not on there because Netflix hasn't gotten the rights to that that last season. But then now they have a spinoff coming back coming out, and I think it has I to saw? do with uh, the, uh, uh, the head Pearson, chick that right? was originally in it, Jessica. Yeah, Pearson. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw think that. It has to do with her. But I would like to see them bring back uh, the the guy at least. I and mean, we know the girl is not going to be in it, and they can't they can't really they can't really like change her character out with somebody else because we right. all know it's Meghan Markle. So yeah. I mean. I think they'll probably have her come back as either divorced or dead, one of the two. But that's just me. See, I'm but not. Yeah, even, I love. I'm only. I'm five seasons in, so I I don't even know what happens with her character yet. Heather's just told. No, me I'm just saying we. I'm just saying we know about Meghan Markle. I'm just saying we know about Meghan Markle getting married to the king or prince or whatever. Right. But yeah. Like. But like, without giving anything away, like that's what I see happening if they bring that that couple into this like scenario like they have to do something with her either like leaving him or diane or something i don't know oh it is a great show it reminds me of uh lincoln lawyer but in like a like rather than it just being one lawyer it's like a it's a law firm yeah it's a whole firm yeah Yeah. but i think that's what they were going for was that the harvey the guy that plays harvey specter like apparently he was in uh beverly hills you don't know yourself some gabriel mocked I've never seen, I've never seen lies. him in anything else. Lies, lies, and I will prove it to you, Bobby. You know Gabriel Mock is an actor because one of his movies is one of our favorite movies. I think. And he's what? Do you remember American what? Outlaws? American Outlaws. Yep. I don't think I've seen it. Yes, you have. Colin no, Farrell. I haven't. Uh. Uh, come on. Um, Is it a Western? Scooter. Yeah, it's a Western. Never Scott seen Scooter it. from Varsity Blues. Scott Con. Never seen it. Yeah, Scott Con. Bobby. We I've never seen it. This Bobby. I have never seen that movie. I promise you, I owned this movie in high school, and we watched it. I promise you, you've seen this. It's about. I can Jesse promise James, you, that I've never Colin seen. Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell plays Jesse James. Gabriel Macht plays his older brother Frank. Uh, Scott Kahn plays uh, James Younger. And so it's Jesse James and the Younger Gang. And so it's the James Younger Gang. And they crack a joke about it. It's like, oh, what if, why isn't it called the Younger James Gang? And he's like, oh, 
Oh, because then people wouldn't, people would be like, well, what about the older James gang? Like, and it's just, it's one of those like, Bobby, I know you've seen this movie, dang it. I can tell you this. I've only seen a handful of like Western style movies, like in my time that I've enjoyed. Tombstone being one of them. Young Guns, uh, The Quick and the Dead. I've never seen the movie you're talking about. Yes, you have. I but I promise I say, you this. I will say this. If you don't remember it, you need to go see it. You need to go back and watch it. It was a good one. I'll take your word for it, and I'll check it out. But I've just never seen it. So I just don't know him from anything outside of Suits. And then I also saw, like, this clip of where they're like, hey, does anybody know where he's from? And then it was like a clip of, like, either 90210 or something like that. It was like something from the 90s. Yeah. But Suits, I, I really love Suits. It was awesome. Have you checked out the uh, the movie with uh, Benicio del Toro and uh, Alicia Silverstone yet? I have not. On Netflix. I have not yet. Pretty good. You told Pretty me good. that. I need to watch it. I'm actually watching Narcos right now, and I'm on the third season. Okay. Pretty good. Heads up. At least for me, after the third season, I couldn't keep watching it. Isn't there only four seasons? Yes. But it's probably, it's probably going to be a lot like how Peaky Blinders was for me. In my head, it didn't make any sense to keep going after the third season. In my head, though, like when I first started watching it, I was thinking, I don't know why, like I was thinking that, uh, the who's the bad guy in the first two seasons? What's his name again? Uh, um, oh, the Cartel Lord. Uh, freaking yeah. Pablo uh, Escobar. I was putting him and El Chapo as the same person in my mind. Ah. And then I was like, wait, this no, isn't El what Chapo's I heard about. escape artist. Yes. And I was like, this, I was like, what do you mean he had his own prison? I was like, I thought he escaped from prisons as like. That's El Chapo, yeah. Way of, I was like, wait a minute. And then so I Googled it like after the end of the first season. And then that's when I was like, oh, okay. Yep. And then second season, it was pretty bizarre how he like. They don't know if either committed suicide or if they actually shot him in the head. So that's what I was reading. And then in the show, they showed them actually shoot him in the head. Oh, yeah. spoiler alert. But uh, it's a good show so far. I mean, I, I just started the third season on second episode Wait. two. So. Oh, okay. Well, then maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it was after season two. Because if you saw that scene, that's like they lose oh, one of the two. main characters and him after that that season uh the third season has to do with them going after the cali cartel which yeah is very i get that but who the it's heck significant. it's significant because of the cocaine war that they had like cocaine cowboys have you seen that docu docuseries no okay i highly recommend you watch that then you'll probably have a little bit more respect for the season three maybe i doubt it i, I enjoy they it built because... that thing around pablo and then take him out of the show it's about narcos. Mm, that, narcos show is not about is, that show Just is the first two by seasons, Pablo. Yes. But that's my point. But the, chick, the chick that they sent off, she plays a big part of it in the late 90s, bro. Like, hardcore that you don't know about until the very, like, in, in Cocaine Cowboys. They talk about this woman that runs this thing in Colombia, and, like, that's who they're talking about is her. And, like, Cocaine Cowboys refers to, like, how she used to be more vicious than uh, Pablo Escobar. Like yeah. she would line these dudes up that like would go against her like on this road and have two people ride a motorcycle and just chop their heads off. Wild. 
That is wild. Like it gives me respect to like say that like I have not lived a hard hardcore life and I'm fine with that. Like I couldn't imagine like living in that type of like like world. Like of <laughs> drugs and like uh just the whole like where we grew up was not as bad as like people that grew up in the projects. Like we had it so made. That that's what stresses me. It's like, man, I could have like lived in like the worst parts of like the world, but no, I lived here in Hutchinson, Kansas, and I'm good with it. <laughs> I haven't seen anything. I haven't seen anything, and I'm cool with it. So I watch it on TV. <laughs> Does that make sense though? Like, do you ever like? Do you ever say like, I'm glad I was not around that. Like as a kid, like you and I, we never like saw anything like that. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, growing up like, in the we Midwest, also weren't into. Really- well, like, like Detroit is in the Midwest, but like people in Detroit have it way harder than we ever would. St. Louis, Missouri, like they have it harder than we ever did. Like it's only eight hours away, but still, like it's the closest to the like worst part of the world that you can get. 